Support for How in the Hell Did I Get Here comes from the Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet, designed to educate, create awareness, prevent addiction, and help stop re-addiction. Made of silicone and available on Etsy.com, search Etsy.com for the Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet and use the code PODCAST to save 15% on your purchase. Before we get started today, I wanted to give a shout out to you, our listeners. We're so happy to have you tuning in, and it means the world to myself and my sisters that you're listening. Thank you so much for your reviews, shares, and positive comments in our Facebook group. And we have a quick favor to ask, which is to please keep telling your friends and family about the show. You'd be surprised at how fast something can travel when you just pass it along. And every new listener and subscriber is truly a big deal for us. I also wanted to shout out today to our Patreon subscriber, Cindy Clemens-Smith. Thank you so much for believing in us and the podcast. So today's show is airing just a few days before Mom's Day 2019, and we wanted to take some time to honor moms today. Truly, moms come in all shapes, sizes, and types, right? I mean, you can have a mom mom, a grandma mom, a sister mom, friend moms, adopted moms, foster moms, dog moms, cat moms, bird moms, fish moms, plant moms. I think you get where I'm going here. There's all types of moms and all types of people, animals, and even plants that appreciate being mothered. So today's show is for all of you, the moms and the mothered. For our first story today, we have a small disclaimer. Jenny and I participate in some behavior that maybe wouldn't go down in the mom hall of fame, but that's the price you pay when you're helping your kids create memories, right? Even if they might be slightly traumatic ones, you'll understand when you hear it. In our second story, Jenny shares three mom moments illustrating the trials, tribulations, and joys of raising children. Jenny and her husband, Bill, are the parents of three unique, interesting, and entertaining kids, as you'll hear in these cute stories. This is Kim A. Floden, and welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? Quick note, today's episode contains swear words, even though it is about mothers and children. This story happened years ago when my parents had a raccoon as a pet. It was actually the second raccoon that they had and was just one more animal in a long line of fun pets we experienced at that house. In this story, I stopped by my parents' house with my two stepsons and our niece, Maggie. The kids just wanted to see the new baby raccoon, and we do. But not before Jenny and I helped them create some great and maybe scary memories. And aside here... The house we grew up in is actually haunted, and we'll be featuring a collection of creepy stories all this coming October about that, so be sure to mark your calendar. Uh-oh, we could let this out now, maybe, when we pulled that terrible prank on those children. Wait, what are you talking about? Remember when I was home, I don't even know if, like, the ex-husband was with me, but I had the stepkids with me. Okay, this was at mom and dad? And Maggie was there. Yeah. Yeah, and no one was home. Well, just maybe you and the raccoon were Mm -hmm. home. I think that's why we stopped to see the raccoon, maybe. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you were out on the front porch, like, polishing your nails or something, having a beer and polishing your nails. Sounds like me. 
and I'd been telling them stories about the scary basement. Okay, yep, I think I remember this now. I remember taking part in it, and yeah, it was sort of like with extreme prejudice, we're going to make these kids scared. <laughs> so, so I'm like, let's go down there. So we all go down there, me and the, and the two boys and, and Maggie, and... <laughs> <laughs> and when we're down there, you know, that basement, if the lights go off down there, it's freaking like pitch black. Yeah, you're fucked if the lights go off. It is a creepy fucking basement. Right. There's spider cobwebs, dirt floor in parts. It's disgusting. Rock walls. Yeah. A rock wall, a weird fireplace that comes out of nowhere that doesn't even seem to belong. And then there's the back yep. steps that come, you know, from the outside with like the storm. The cellar entrance. Yeah. The cellar entrance. Ah. So anyway, it's creepy down there. And it's not like one big room. There's like passageways. So anyway, so I take those kids down there and I'm like telling them, you know, oh, you know, so many creepy things have happened yeah. down here because this yep. is, you know, house is haunted or whatever. And we get like into the bowels of it. Yeah. And all of a sudden the lights go off and everybody loses their shit, including me, because I didn't expect the lights to go off either. And it is like those kids, they were probably like maybe six, seven, and nine. They are screaming like there's no tomorrow. And the lights come back on and they are like in one mass. It's just a mass of kids holding on to each other now. It's like a ball of children with like their eyes like freak the fuck out. And of course, we go running upstairs like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? And we go back outside and you're just sitting there, you know, doing your toenails or whatever, drinking your beer. And Well, that house is haunted. So, you know. <laughs> They're freaking out, so I'm sure they all had to tell you what happened, whatever. And, of course, what happens then? We have to test this again, right? Yeah, we did it a few times, and I think it happened every single time. <laughs> right. I mean, I was clearly couldn't move. My nails were wet, so it couldn't have been me, right? Yes, it was haunted that day, very much so. Right. <laughs> well, I'm good at what I do. What can I say? you've been listening to the show, you might be starting to understand that myself and my family aren't quite what you'd call quote-unquote normal or average. And that trait appears to be happily trickling down to the next generation. Here's Jenny with three short anecdotes about her three kids, Scott, Anna, and John, giving you a pretty good glimpse into what it's like to be their mother. When Scott was about two and a half. We still lived in our house in Iota, which was just a regular residential neighborhood house. And it was a beautiful Easter Sunday, one of those really super nice spring days where everybody's outside. And I don't know what we had been doing. We're not religious. So we had not been at church, but we were just up and dealing with the day. And I had let Fritz outside, my little Sheltie, outside to poop. And um, Scott went out there too, and he was just playing around. I think he, he had like some not a big wheel, but little toys that you ride around. I opened the door to go out and kind of <laughs> get the dog back in and make sure Scott's staying in the yard. And he's got his shorts down around his ankles and he's taking a shit in the front yard. <laughs> what? How old was he? Two and a half. 
And oh my God, that's not the bad part. The bad part is our very nice neighbors across the street from us in their extended family, all dressed up for Easter Sunday, their Sunday best, are out in their front yard <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> Scott's, Scott's, taking in the, a <laughs> Scott's in the background of their pictures taking a poop in the front yard. <laughs> And so, you know, he's only two and a half, so I wasn't, I was trying to be nice to him, but he was, he was like a very obstinate child. So <laughs> I remember even just a little bit like, no, you can't do that. He got so pissed at me. He was like, but the dog gets to poop in the yard. You know, he was like trying to give me this argument to why it's okay that he poops in the yard. And I, do, I don't have a lot of silly stories about Scott because he was such a cerebral little kid. Like even yeah. when we first moved to the farm when he was four. I remember the first time we'd been there maybe a month and Bill and I wanted to go out and somebody had given me a name of a babysitter, a, a teenage girl. So we had made arrangements. I was going to go pick her up and we did. And as we're coming back home, Scott's on and on about telling the babysitter about how you can either take Highway 14, County Road 9 or I-90 to get back to our house from where we were. And she was so impressed because he's four years old. Yeah. I, I wasn't impressed because I was used to him by that point, but right. you know, that's the kind of kid we're talking about. Well, yeah, didn't you give him a dictionary for Christmas when he was like six or something? Quite possibly. He probably asked for it. I don't remember that, but. Well, I remember seeing him at a family event and he wasn't big. And I was like, how are you? And he's like, I'm reading the dictionary. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I got it for Christmas. I'm up to the M's. And I'm like, all right. Okay. You're scaring me now. <laughs> um, but Anna, a different different type of child altogether. Yes. Much more entertaining. Um my, my favorite Anna story, and there are many. My favorite is when she was four or five years old, she had um, one of her friends, again, we don't go to church, but one of her friends from preschool invited her to go to Bible camp with her all week. So it wasn't like overnight or anything. It just, you know, half a day, they go to Bible camp at their church together. And she was happy about it. She went with her friend and either during that week sometime or right after that week of Bible camp that had apparently made an impact on her. Middle of the night, I wake up and I, you know, you know, you can sense somebody in the room and I wake up and I open my eyes. Jenny has just been woken up by something in the middle of the night. Stay tuned to find out what happens next. Hey, it's Kim. And thanks so much for listening. And I really hope you're enjoying today's show so far. I'm just popping in to ask you a quick favor, which is to consider helping to support this podcast at Patreon. It's super easy. Just pop over to patreon.com and search for How in the Hell Did I Get Here? or hit the button on our website at howinthehellpodcast.com. What's in it for you? Well, for one thing, you're helping make a dream come true. And what's better than that? Also, we've got some great perks over there for you, including a chance to get to know myself and my sisters with a special slideshow from our lives, ad-free listening, discounts up to 50% off the Merch in Our Fun store, and free coloring books and more. Check it out today. You can choose to support us for as low as $2 a month. With Jenny's kids, she just never knows what's going to happen. But one thing's for sure, she did not expect this open my eyes and Anna's little angel face is right there in front of my face. You know, Anna was a darling, cute, doll-faced little girl. Well, she still is. Oh, she did. She looked like a doll completely. She did. 
but it's creepy in the middle of the night when you, you just sense a presence and you wake up and I didn't lift my head. I just opened my eyes and her head is like right there in front of my head. And she goes, did you know Jesus saves? <laughs> <laughs> and I just said, okay, let's get you back to bed and I'll try to sleep again, but I don't know. Oh, what is she again? <laughs> Four or five. She was Holy preschool. shit. Holy yeah, shit. You know, it's deadpan, <laughs> eyes wide open. Just, did you know Jesus saves? Like, oh my God, you're the devil. <laughs> you know, it was very spooky. Oh, God. <laughs> Man. And then I probably would have been this. My mind just clicks right into that shit. I would have been like, at what bank? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I sat bolt right up in bed thinking that my daughter is possessed by something and not Jesus. But yeah. Did you know Jesus saves? It still goes through my mind sometimes. Uh, this is a potty training story and it is by far my favorite parenting story, I think. So we lived on the farm by then. He was, I think, maybe two and a half. And um, just getting to the point where, you know, there was no potty chair anymore. Maybe he was three. I don't know. But he was on the big, he was on the regular toilet. He's on the big toilet. Yep. So he had gone in there to go potty and I was the bathroom. There was bathroom, then a hallway and then turn the corner to the living room. So I'm in the living room, probably watching TV. I don't know, but he's in there. And all of a sudden I just hear him start yelling and kind of screaming in terror and just panic and mom, mom, what is it? What is it? So I come in and I come around the corner so I can see the bathroom down the hallway. The doors are open and I just see water dripping from the ceiling just everywhere, just wet, drip, 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 drip. And I thought, oh, my God, a pipe burst in the ceiling. Right. No wonder the poor kid's scared. You know, all of a sudden, it's raining out in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but what, of course, in fact, had happened was he had sitting on the toilet and it didn't tuck him, himself down into the toilet before he started. Right. So he pees straight up in the air and he must have had some force behind it because the ceiling was wet. The shower curtain was wet. His hair was wet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's running off his bangs down his face. <laughs> God. <laughs> the poor kid. So, and then I, you know, he, he was old enough to like be embarrassed. So I just tried to be, I didn't, you know, I, as funny as I found mm -hmm. it, I couldn't laugh at the time. And I was just trying to be like, oh, nope, it's all right, bud. You just, you know, you, you got a little problem with, you didn't talk. So he recovered from that. I cleaned the bathroom up and life went on. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share it with your friends and family. If you have a crazy story for us about moms, kids, or anything else, Call our hotline at 323-488-3303 and you might hear it on the air. That's 323-488-3303. You can also send us a written version to how in the hell did I get here at gmail.com. Today's show was produced by your host, Kim A. Floden, and features myself and Jenny Gardner. And thank you to our sponsor, the Anti-Opiate Medical Alert Bracelet. Save 15% when you use the code PODCAST on Etsy.com. Big thanks to Silent Partner for our theme song, Seventh Floor Tango, and our ad music, Blue Skies. 
Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, How in the hell did I get here? Did you know Jesus saves? Did you know Jesus saves? Did you know Jesus saves?